And if you feel like you wish you would have said something differently or you omitted something, want me to take something out, whatever, just let me know because that can all be done in editing. Oh, okay. Awesome. So super easy. This will not be the final. Okay. By any means. <laughs> Are you ready? I think so. All right. Hello, and welcome to The Next Greatest Thing, a podcast powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. Today, we're getting to know Todd Barth. Todd, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're here. You've been on the list for a while. Have I? You have, so I'm glad to finally get the chance to sit down and and chat with you today. Todd, what is your title here at Arkansas Valley Electric? I am the outside plant fiber designer. Outside plant fiber designer. That sounds really intense. It's got a lot of things with it. (laughs) So from my understanding... You are basically the go-between between the between Arkansas Valley Electric and the WAVE project. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I work uh, with them when it's time to do funding or design outside of our territory or even looking at stuff within our territory that we need to get to that we haven't yet. So how long have you been with Arkansas Valley Electric? I started with WAVE. Um, Gosh, probably about three years ago as a fiber tech. Oh, okay. And then I actually moved to the Arkansas Valley side about a year and a half ago as a fiber designer. So I've been over here for a year and a half. Did you have any background with fiber or what What got you into this career? Yeah, um, like 10 years ago, I was actually cooking in a restaurant and my buddy said, hey, you want to do fiber optics? I was like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I was like, sure. So I packed up my stuff, moved to Kansas City, and I started splicing fiber about 10 years ago. Wow. Are you from the River Valley? No, I'm from Wisconsin. You're from Wisconsin? Wisconsin. I did not know that about you. Really? You No. The accent, people make fun of me all the time. You know, now that you say that, I <laughs> definitely hear it. Yeah. But you hear all of us all the time. Yeah, I'm used to it. Are you really now? Yeah, yeah. I say y'all a lot now. Good for you. It's so much easier than saying you guys. Oh. Like, what yeah. are you guys doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, y'all is way easier. See, we're, you know, people want to make fun of us, but we just condense it. We're just, we're just smarter it. that way, yeah. And the sayings you guys have, <laughs> love it. I think bless your heart is probably one of my favorite sayings. It's not always positive. I know, that's why I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Ohio for a while. Oh, okay. And, you know, I mean, I, I said all the Southern things, and finally one day someone in the office said, Hey, so when you say bless your heart, that's, you don't mean that positively all the time, do you? No. No, I don't. My it's little, just really nice. <laughs> my way little to say niece it. came down, and that was one of my f- first phrases to teach her, and she was saying it to everybody in town. I love it. No, sometimes we really mean it. Bless your heart. Like, yeah. that's, you know, whatever, but sometimes we're just like, bless their heart. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah all about the voice infliction. Yeah. So what brought you to Arkansas? Um, over the last 10 years, I worked as a contractor building fiber systems anywhere from Wisconsin, Kansas, Missouri, Arizona, um, Oklahoma, and I ended up in Arkansas. And I was actually probably the first contractor on this project, working out of the Kilgore hut, oh. splicing it. And I just, I actually really enjoy it down here. Really? Yeah. What... What caught your eye the most about 
Arkansas to put roots down here? I'm, I love the small town feel around here. I grew up in a small town and just the nature stuff. There's so much, it's so pretty down here. So I like going hiking and all that stuff. And did you grow up in a rural area, have that kind of feel up there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I grew up near Volkfield Air Force Base and there's a lot of sandstone bluffs and really pretty area up there too, but very rural mm-hmm. dairy farms, good old boys down the road, you know. So how do you deal with the heat now? Um, <laughs> not well. <laughs> I much prefer the cold. Do you? Um, yeah. I can always put on more clothes and gloves and stuff. The Absolutely. Heat, it melts me. I don't know how the linemen go out and do it in their fire retard. I don't gear. either can't do it so but when when it's winter and so like this year it's a it's projected to be a really snowy winter are you low-key looking forward to that yeah I love snow do you yeah I wish I had a good like sledding hill or something I haven't been sledding in a while do you go up to Wisconsin and visit um I did go up there this last spring it was probably the first time in about three years though so it was nice to catch up with family and go sit on a lake up north and go fishing and stuff. But yeah, I don't get up there as often as I'd like. Understandable. Well, that's cool. I'd had, I had absolutely no idea about that. Yeah. So another reason to sit down and chat. Absolutely. That's so cool. Well, what does your daily life look like at Arkansas Valley Electric in your position? It changes daily. Um, Like this morning I had a meeting with the guys at Wave, talking about our future builds, designs for funding and off-net stuff like that. Um, phone call about a damaged 48 count that we had last night that got put back up and we got people back on, but there's still one or two things that need to get fixed. But anything like that or just working on designs on the computer. So when you say working on designs, what exactly do you mean by that? Um so I actually will go in, figure out where we're going to build to, and then I'll put in where we're going to put our cables, where we're going to put our vaults, pedestals, what equipment we're going to use to serve the folks in that area. Wow. Yeah, all that stuff. And then I get with the network guys and tell them, hey, you'll probably need this equipment in your hut from optics to shelves or something. And then we just go from there. We kind of take that part for granted. You know, things are just being built and they're being placed. We don't yeah. really think about the the design and the work that went into the why of why it's there. Oh yeah. And it's been eye opening for me coming as someone that just used to look at the maps and build things to realizing how many moving parts are behind everything from the finance to the construction, to the equipment, all that stuff. It's been really fun coming over here and getting my hands on this and doing it. Absolutely. Now you work for Stacy McCabe and does he do a very similar role, or are you the only person that does this aspect of the job? Um, I'm the only one that does this aspect. Stacy kind of has a more general role over the fiber construction um, as a whole. You know, he looks over the the contractors when they're doing the construction, the underground or the aerial or any of that stuff. Well, this just makes a lot more sense when I walk by your office and there's so many maps Yeah, in your office. Like, everything's kind of coming together for me. That's really cool. 
obviously your job impacts Arkansas Valley Electric, its members, Wave. I mean, you you really touch a, a lot yeah. of uh, the, how do I want to say that? Obviously, your your job impacts Arkansas Valley and Wave and all of our members and customers. But how do you believe you impact um, I like, Arkansas Valley as a whole? I like to think that my um, experience in fiber is helping to bring a reliable um, system and efficiency to everything. Um, I mean, on top of the design, I kind of keep track of all the maps and the splice matrices and test results. So when we do have a cable go down or something or an issue, um, I can get with the fiber tech, say, hey, let's look into this. You know, here's some information for you to go out and troubleshoot this. And the better the information is, the easier it is to get those fixes done. Right. So I like to think I help bring that to the table. You know, my knowledge in fiber and those guys, I mean, Stacy, DJ, John, any of those guys that have been in telecommunication, they're really sharp and they bring a lot to the table in their own aspect too. Now, do you work with DJ and John on a regular basis? Yeah, I, I'm kind of blessed. I get to work with everybody. Um, but yeah, mainly Stacy, DJ, John, Byron, um, and then Braxton, our new fiber tech. Yeah. Sharp kid. Braxton is an upcoming employee spotlight yeah. early next year. Yeah. So He'll look forward to one. talking with him. Yeah. Well, if there's one thing about your job that you would want members to know about what it's like to, let me do that one more time. If there's one thing about your job that you would want members to know about what it's like to work to, mm. if there's one thing about your job that you would want members to know about what it's like to work for Arkansas Valley Electric, what would that be? Oh, um, I know it sounds so cliche because I hear this on all the other podcasts, but the people are just great. They are. It's like a little family and everyone brings so much to the table. Like there are so many sharp people here. Like the members are generally well taken care of. Absolutely. Yeah. And they really care. They do. So you can see that in the linemen when there's storm damage. I mean, they're out there and they get pleasure out of getting people back on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just the small town feel of it, like I said earlier, it makes me kind of feel at home. That's awesome. Especially from somebody who's not originally from here. That's really cool for you to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. That's awesome. Well, we're going to transition into my favorite part of the episode and get to know a little bit more about you as a person. Okay. So, I always ask everybody this, but I always am curious. What is your favorite work snack? Ooh, I am not much of a snacker, but I will say when the wonderful ladies on the third floor do their um, potluck and cook food, yeah. if I'm around and can sneak a plate, <laughs> amazing. I love it. It is. I mean, the third floor potlucks are we they're elite. It, we keep it secret. Do you really? Yeah. We don't tell people downstairs. We're like, no, don't <laughs> let them know. The more food for us. Perfect. That's fantastic. <laughs> Any particular snack that you look for? Do you like gravitate towards sweets or like the savory? I, oh, that's hard. I mean, I am a big sweets guy. 
I actually bought a pack of oatmeal cream pies and probably ate the whole box the other day. Nice. Not proud of it. it <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to splurge. Yeah, and I mean, they're smaller than they used to be. So That's true. So I probably only ate like six. Absolutely. You know, not 12, six. I, I can go with that. Yeah. I can go with that. So outside of work, you are quite passionate about photography. I do like to pick up a camera every now and then, yeah. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, I've always enjoyed the outdoors, and I've like been on hikes and just like, wow, that's really pretty. I wish I could capture that. And probably a couple, three years ago, I decided to go buy a camera, a digital one, and really just fell down a rabbit hole with it. And then going from there, I got into film. So I primarily just do film stuff now, which is bittersweet. Because <laughs> sometimes you get some really good pictures. Sometimes you get absolute terrible pictures or the film doesn't develop. And But it's fun, you know. And you don't know what you got until maybe five days later, a month later, when you actually develop it. That's cool. I've never done film. I'll be honest with you. I've never done film. You should. You might fall and in love with it. Yeah. But so do you have like a dark room and everything? Um, thankfully for me, they kind of make little pieces of equipment that you can kind of do it yourself at home with uh, chemicals and stuff where you don't need a dark room. You just put everything in a bag and put it in a little uh, canister and put the developer and all that and you can get it done. So is there a certain type of photo that you enjoy like do you do nature photography people little little bit of both um I'm not great at people photography I like doing street stuff or landscape stuff because it, it just stays there and I can kind of take my time with it I understand that <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the nature stuff probably the most though where do you go to take photos like if you do you wake up on a Saturday and say oh, I'm in a I'm in a photography mood I'm gonna go somewhere and take photos or it it depends. The older I get and the hotter out it is, the <laughs> less I'm likely to go out. But I'll go anywhere from downtown Fort Smith or Van Buren to um, just one of the hikes around here. I like to go to Devil's Canyon quite a bit. Yeah, I need a little <laughs> I say that every single time because it happens every single time. <laughs> That's awesome. So where can people find your photography? Um, I pretty much just have an Instagram right now. I don't really put it out there in any shops or nothing like that. But, I mean, do you want me to, like, put my Instagram tag out there? Sure, if you want to. Um, you can find it on Instagram. My handle, as the kids say, is taste the grain bro. Okay. It, it's taste <laughs> underscore the underscore grain bro. Like rainbow, but, you know, grain Nice. Photography. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Okay. As, I, as I've referenced before, I walk by your office on a regular basis because your office is between mine and the kitchen. Oh, okay. So I, you know, occasionally like look in people's offices because you can't help it because there's big, yeah. for people at home, there are really big windows in everybody's office <laughs> and you can just kind of look in yeah. and see what's going on. Um, why is Bob Ross in your office? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> he has this huge poster board of Bob Ross. I think my favorite thing was 
Uh, it was right after I started, and I put it in Stacy McCabe's office for April Fool's Day right behind his door. And I got here <laughs> early in the morning, so I got to hear him kind of yelp, and <laughs> it was perfect. But I got it because I wanted to mess with my buddy that I used to do work with. So I, he'd go out of town, and I'd go into his house and just put Bob Ross up in random rooms, right? Oh, my gosh. So he'd get home from his little vacation or something and find it. But I really wanted a Danny DeVito one. Ooh. Because, yeah. I mean, he's like four foot tall. Absolutely. Not the most handsome gentleman. <laughs> but he was like twice the cost. And I was like, wow. Oh, For just, real? Yeah. It didn't make sense. Less cardboard. Right? I don't know. That, that's, un- so that's interesting. I settled for Bob Ross. And I'm not mad about it. It's still been a joy to have. He is a joy. Yeah. I've thought about just setting it up in random places. But I also, you know, I don't want... Don't want to scare people too bad or nothing. I mean, how long have you had Bob Ross? Probably a couple of years now. That's awesome. Yeah. He's been good. I mean, sometimes you're not in your office, but I see Bob. Yeah. You know, or I get here early in the mornings and everything, and I'm walking through in the dark, and there's Bob. I'm sorry if I it's, scared you at all. No, no. Like, I know he's there now, so it's all good. Like, I look forward to seeing him. If you ever want to borrow him, you can just go in there and grab him. And, Noted. You know, yeah, he's up for grabs. Noted. I'd, I'm going to have to brainstorm on the go. best use yeah. for Bob. That's fantastic. You also have um, some deer mounts and everything. Are you a hunter? Uh, not as much as some of the other guys around here, but I do like to hunt. Yeah. I got an elk last year, so that was pretty awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Where'd you go for that? Colorado. Nice. Yep. I actually got to sit next to my mom when I got it. Oh, fantastic. And then I got to sit next to her when she got hers last year. So that was awesome. That's awesome. Like only 30% of people that go out there get elk or less than 30%. Yeah. You might have to ask Braxton. He's actually leaving, I think the end of this week to go elk hunting. Okay. I'll make that note. I'll follow up with him. Yeah. Well, hopefully he gets something. I'm sure he will. You just hate to bring it up if. Yeah. I'm, I may f- I may come find you first yeah, to find out that's a good idea. <laughs> before I ask on the podcast. Yes. Well, Todd, thank you so much for joining me today and letting us get to know a little bit more about you and your position at Arkansas Valley Electric and really the impact you're having on both Arkansas Valley Electric members and the WAVE project. Well, your job's you. pretty cool. Thank you. It's been a pleasure sitting here with you. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, and we hope everyone enjoyed today's episode.